Good evening, and welcome back to Dunamis Maximus Helps. Um, if you've never been to this website before, um, what we try and do is give it a little support for caretakers. In the original episodes, I used to tell the stories about um, my wife and the stuff that we went through and how it was hard to take care of somebody but and get the point across to the doctors and things like of that nature. And I had so many stories that it got hard for me. I just can't do those kind of stories anymore. So the support for caretakers I'm giving now is just a little advice. Um, each episode, I try and change it up a little bit. If I sound similar, I apologize. A lot of it is similar. You want to make sure that the person you're caretaking for is well taken care of. Um, you have to listen. You have to be a good communicator. You have to be a good communicator with the doctor and a good listening for the doctor. And you have to put it all together in one package that benefits the person that you're caretaking for. It's not an easy job and you don't get a lot of thank yous doing it. Um, sometimes the patient is mean and when they go to see the doctor, they leave a bad taste in the doctor's mouth and you have to be the person to say, oh, well, here's a mint. Let me go ahead and remove that bad taste from your mouth because the patient isn't a bad person. She's just not having a good day. So just be diligent about the way that you communicate with people because communication is important. You have to be able to uh, listen and communicate what was listened to to the doctor and then listen and communicate what was communicated from the doctor to the patient. And those are the types of attributes that actually make a very good caretaker. Um, it's not easy being a good caretaker. You have to have patience, you have to have uh, intestinal fortitude, you have to be there for that person. You have to really want to make sure that that person is taken care of in order for them to get the best care because you have to be an advocate for that person too. And sometimes being an advocate is not easy, especially when the person would like to jump from negative or from zero to 60 in like 0.3 seconds. And that's sometimes what happens and you just have to go with it. So. Okay, on that note, tonight's topic is going to be Jupiter and how life is similar to Jupiter. Over the weekend, I saw a documentary on OETA about Jupiter, the planet. It was on the, the show called Nova, and there was a lot of things that I learned that I did not realize. Pardon me for a second. <coughs> I did not realize that Jupiter was the first planet formed it was 5 billion years ago, and it was formed from uh, gases that were out in the universe and particles. And then I did not realize that the sun was the biggest star at that time and wasn't burning 5 billion years ago. But there was a solar blast from a, a black star that turned into a black hole from a star exploding. And it went across the universe, and it lit the sun when it hit the sun all the glass all the gases collapsed and it uh, gave the sun energy to light and after i think 50 million years it finally ignited the furnace of the sun and then we got our first glimpse of jupiter well because the sun burst like that and burned at such a hot temperature the gravitational pull was immense and since uh Jupiter was the first planet being formed out there. It had a way of starting to drag Jupiter forward. It slowly, slowly, slowly moved forward. Just like you should do in life. You have to slowly move forward and make sure that all the moves that you make are right. You don't want to make a wrong move in order to upset the balance of life. 
in this case, with Jupiter, the life was the solar system. Without the moves that Jupiter made, the Earth never would have existed. None of us would have come to fruition. So we have to respect Jupiter in that aspect that it spared the Earth and was able to uh, allow us the function to actually have life formed on Earth so that we could all listen to this podcast today. Similarity number one. Okay, after the sun's uh, furnace ignited and Jupiter was drawn to it, it actually smashed through the asteroid belt. And because it smashed through the asteroid belt, slowly but surely it pulverized a lot of asteroids. Now, the asteroid belt, uh, from this documentary, I was told that you could stand on one asteroid and you would not see another asteroid at all. And only because it's such a wide open expanse. Um, there's the inner asteroid belt and then the outer asteroid belt. And the outer asteroid bo- belt has ca- pockets that contain certain asteroids that if they ever belt- veered off course, then they would head towards the Earth. And, you know, the possible collision of an asteroid is, well, that's what killed the dinosaurs. And they said that, um, I'm trying to think how long they said, well, I can't think of it right now, but it was a long time ago. The other planets that were in front of us, that is uh, Mercury, Mars, Venus, then there's Earth, and then it goes on from there. Um, they didn't stand a chance because when they smashed the asteroid belt, they smashed, uh, when Jupiter did, it smashed the chance of the planets from having formation. And a lot of them are dead planets, and some of them got water right away and then got it removed because of the advance of Jupiter. It was like a marauder in space. And it just kept marauding towards the sun. And had it hit the sun, the earth never would have existed today. And that's the path that it was on. It was drawn by the uh, gravitational pull of the sun because the sun was the brightest star in our universe. That's the way you should be in life. You should be a champion of the, you should be the brightest star in the universe. You should be a champion that attracts people. But you have to be careful about people like Jupiter People who come smashing at you in life through your life's asteroid belt and, you know, try and either intimidate you or try and, you know, hate on you. You should avoid that kind of stuff and make sure that you have the good in life like the Earth had when it was formed and it was able to produce life so that once again, we could all listen to this podcast. So, (coughs) pardon me. Jupiter was uh, also... It was it was the first fully formed planet, and it had gases, and it had it was like a, a violent. Um, um, the life on Jupiter is very violent and turbulent. It is has clouds, and it could be raining ammonia at any time. There's storms constantly passing over the top of Jupiter, and it's so big that it's thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of miles of storms. It's huge. The clouds themselves are thousands of feet thick. And we found this out when there was a comet that hit Jupiter. The comet was discovered back in the 60s by somebody named Schumacher. And his is the only actual genuine human ashes that are on the moon. He's the first and only human ashes that are on the moon. But he discovered this comet and tracked it and discovered that it was on a path to come into our solar system. Well, he had already passed away uh, back in the 60s and he had projected trajectories where it came around and in the 90s this came to fruition so we we've sent up several space probes and uh space 
vehicles to go ahead and track what's going on around Jupiter. Um, I can't remember the name of all of them, but it was such a cool documentary. There was one that was sent up because the uh, comet Schumacher, which was two and a half miles wide, and it was an ice comet, came into the uh, trajectory of Jupiter, which is another similarity in life because Jupiter protects the Earth in a lot of ways. Its gravitational pull is second to that only of the Sun. The gravitational pull of the Sun is what keeps all the planets in balance, including Jupiter. And Jupiter is way out there towards the edge. There's an interspace, there's the asteroid belt, and then there's an outer space. And Jupiter is in the outer space. So you have to, uh, things that are shot this direction have to be dealt with by Jupiter. And this, ast this particular Schumacher asteroid, um, they launched a probe, I think, in 93 or 92, and it ended up getting up there in time to see this asteroid being sucked into Jupiter, and it was broke up in several pieces first. And it, after it broke up in several pieces, it hit. It was like three or four uh, in, impacts with Jupiter, and it caused a, cla a cloud of gas that was dark. Jupiter's got white swirling glasses, uh, gases, and it's also got a red spot. But it's got uh, this dark spot on there from where this comet hit in the 90s, and it's like 7,500 miles across. That's how big Jupiter is. Another example of how you should have that kind of thing in your life. You need powerful, positive people in your life in order to be successful in life. You need those people to be a little bit older to, in order to show you or teach you or explain to you how is the best course in life to take. Throwbacks are a classic example. Throwbacks are like me and my brother John Tuaji who has his own podcast looking for missing children. and uh, It's John Tumay Productions Urban Podcast. But he and I are the same way. We're willing to offer advice to people who are willing to take it. When I say take it, I mean listen to it and actually apply it to their life because we've been through so many experiences, man. Some of you people who have been through the uh, social media act have lived such narrow existences that you don't understand the greater expanse of what Jupiter did four and a half billion years ago. That's how old our solar system is. It came rotting through the asteroid belt, and the only thing that stopped it was the formance of the planet Saturn. Once Saturn was formed, they got in such a uh, trajectory lock that the gravity of each stopped Jupiter from coming forward, and then started pulling it backwards. Well, the while Jupiter was moving forward, it was killing other planets. It killed uh, Mercury. Mars and Venus and they've uh, sent explorers to Mars and they've discovered that it used to have water and things like that but they also discovered that the the planet Earth got water from asteroids crashing into one of the 79 moons that Jupiter has and it sent out such particles that possessed uh, the water that was the ability to gain life that Earth is now covered in two-thirds water so um, kind of giving you guys a history lesson at the same time I'm comparing it to life. So water is one of the most necessary things in life. You can go without food for so long, but you can only go without water a short time before you pass away. You have to be hydrated, which is what I'm about to do. You want to have somebody like Jupiter in your life who will help not only protect you, but they're an, an advocate for you. It's like a caretaker thing. 
You need somebody big and powerful like Jupiter who can communicate well and take care of business, even if it comes to small petty stuff that needs to be squashed, including doctor bills, uh, the communication with the doctor, the communication from the doctor back, those types of things. This is a, it's kind of something that you compare to way Jupiter came smashing through the Astra belt four and a half billion years ago. When Jupiter uh, was stopped, once again, it was stopped by Saturn. Uh, eminently, it was spiraling inward and would have ended up colliding with the sun. And once again, the Earth never would have been formed. But because when Saturn was formed and it was the beginning of the second planet, things started pulling backwards because of the uh, gravitational pull of Jupiter on Saturn, which was outside the ring of Jupiter and the sun. It caused it to pull it backwards. That's how strong the gravitational pull on Saturn is, which goes back to the impacts that I was talking about, the Shoemake Comet, and Shoemake being the only person, the only human with ashes on the moon. You need those type of things in your life. You need those types of people who look out for you in advance, and they're looking out for you. Say you're a kid, and here's this person that's a friend with your mom, and then next thing you know, they're looking out for you all your life. I had talked to one of my younger gentlemen at work today and he was relating the same story. And I was like, wow, I should put that in the podcast because it completely relates. Here's something that they projected from the 60s that hit in the 90s, which is like an older person looking out for somebody coming up through that time. And then there's an eminent impact. So they study it to know what to do in the future in order to keep things from, you know, missing that, uh, the gravitational pull of Jupiter and actually coming into our inter- stellar space, our inner space, and then crashing into Earth. Because those types of things happen, and we have to be very wary of it. But because Jupiter was the way it was, excuse me, it had such an impact that it's the gravitational pull, once again, is second only of the sun, and it kind of protects the Earth in that way. So you need somebody like Jupiter in your life, somebody that will protect you, but won't bully you, but still is uh, in, is informational, intelligent. Somebody who, uh, once again, I compare us to the throwbacks, but we've lived a bigger slice of life. If you can get somebody like that in your life in order to help guide you in such a way that you don't like hang out with the wrong people, which was the asteroid, the asteroid belt was the wrong people and Jupiter just came crashing through there, or that you just make the right decisions in life, which is Saturn, the other planet forming and pulling Jupiter back. Because of the pulling of Jupiter back, Earth had all the ability to form and the other planets didn't. Earth was in the right, uh, in the alignment of the stars, so to speak, in order to go ahead and form as a planet, which you need to do as a human. Sometimes it's hard for you to move forward when you don't have people that inspire you, people that look out for you, people that uh, want you to succeed. And a lot of those, your peer group, because of social media, it's hard for you to do that, man. Everybody seems to punk on everybody nowadays. And I, myself, I just don't get it. So I just want to go ahead and put it out there, man. Be like Jupiter in life or have somebody like Jupiter there. Somebody that's initially was a bully, but now is a protector. And you want people who are intelligent as protectors looking out for your best interests because usually those are the people who can communicate well and make sure that your best interests are had. So um, just be like that in life and be the best you you can be in life. I mean, don't be some negative person.
who brings everybody down or has such a negative attitude at work that people look at you and say, why are you doing this? I don't understand this. There's not enough time in life for negativity, which I found out by being the caretaker for my wife who ended up passing away. And she was a very negative person, talked about dying all the time. And I'm like, why are you doing this? So after seeing this documentary over the weekend, I just thought, that's a weird analysis. I'm going to go ahead and tell it. I should probably post a TikTok somehow or another and, and conglomerate this into like a TikTok format. And I'm, for, <laughs> I'm just going to keep on going, man. I'm going to have people like Jupiter in my life, even if I have to be the Jupiter, because I'm willing to share with younger people. If you present yourself to me in the correct way where I'm available to go ahead and have you accept what I'm sharing. Knowledge is the king, man. Knowledge is power. You can never have enough knowledge. You can never be schooled enough. You can never be Jeopardy smart enough. You have to listen to these things and consider them because a lot of times there's a bunch of hate message put on and I don't know, like hate book, uh, Facebook. Um, there, there's just too many hate messages out there and everybody's got their own little private click and stuff. And I'm like, once again, life is short. Why would you try to get negativity involved? Which is why Saturn pulled Jupiter back. You want to make sure that negativity gets pulled back and put in check and then gets into constant orbit where it's away from your orbit. Don't let that kind of stuff come into your atmosphere. Be cognizant of it because there's too many people out there who want to inject it into your atmosphere and you shouldn't have to deal with it. And just, just be strong. The stronger you are, the less type of stuff that will happen to you. You can say, hey, stop. I don't need that. Um, thank you, but no thank you. I mean, the the responses are simple. Even if you have to just stand up for yourself and say, I don't listen to that kind of negativity. I, my Life is too short. There is no time for that kind of negativity. So just be aware of that. Don't let that kind of thing come around you. I mean, it, it's it's hard for me as a throwback because it's easy for me to recognize it. I just see it all the time. And then when I hear like younger people coming and, and you know, kind of asking for advice, I'm like, right there is the the catalyst of what your greatest fears are. And if you dwell on that and not on the positivity in life and how you could be the best you you can be and how you could do greater things in life and not accept second best and pick winners in life. That's what you need to do. You need to pick winners in life. Those are the types of things. Um, that's the reason I do this podcast. Once again, this was kind of a quirky little one. I did not expect the documentary I saw on Jupiter, and I watched it twice over the weekend in between the football games, and it was kind of cool. I thought, I was like, dang, and to me, that kind of relates to life. So in life, let Jupiter be like in your life, but in the best sort of way, not in the worst way that harms you or that you're thinking about it's going to get to you and stuff. Just be the best you you can be. I can't say it any more than that. So I'm going to go ahead and end the episode right here. And I think on that note, I'm going to say like, follow and share. And I need to give a shout out to my brother, John Tuaji, to what he is really promoting now because I feel strongly about it too. And that's the WoundedWarriorsProject.org. Look it up. If you have the means, contribute. Those cats gave it their all for us. Why should we not give it our all for them? I just can't understand it. But once again, I'm not a veteran, but if I... If I had the chance to go to war right now, damn right I would, but I, because of my age, I can't. So, but, and there was no conflict when I was younger. So, 
Anyway, on that note, I'm going to end it right here. You all have a great evening. Like, follow, and share. Take care, and we'll see you next time. <music>